So again this afternoon, we'll continue with our reflection on the body with the next group of parts. So as always, we'll recite it five times forwards aloud and then five times silently. Letting your attention just relax into these parts, you know, breathing into them, being with them, acknowledging that they're there. Sometimes they're hard to feel, but simply directing, how often do you direct your attention to your small intestine? Maybe fairly often for some of you, I don't know, but you know, we kind of ignore them. So to at least, it's almost like you're bowing to them with this practice. Large intestines, small intestines, stomach, feces, brain. 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 So we'll begin with the large intestine. The definition of the large intestine is that it is a five foot long canal from the end of the small intestine to the anus. It is the last part of the digestive system. There are three parts to the large intestine, the transverse, ascending, and descending colon. In its function, it takes 32 hours to finish up the remaining processes of the digestive system. The large intestine absorbs the vitamins that are created by the bacteria inhabiting the colon. It also absorbs water and compacts feces and stores fecal matter in the rectum until eliminated through the anus and thus is responsible for passing along solid waste. Its color is white. Its shape is an upside down U shape like a thick snake. Its direction is both above and below the waist. Its location is in the abdomen and it borders the small intestine, abdomen and back. Large intestine.
The next part is the small intestine. The definition of the small intestine is that it is a canal that is 33 feet long from the duodenum to the large intestine. Its function is that it aids in the breakdown and digestion of solid and liquid foods, allowing nutrients to pass into the bloodstream. So this is the part of your body that quite literally feeds you. Its color is white and its shape is like a very long coiled snake or garden snake. You could actually rather imagine a 33-foot hose curled up in your belly. Its direction is above and below the waist. Its location in the abdomen and it borders the large intestine, abdomen, and back. Small intestine.
The next part is the stomach. The stomach is a muscular organ that is a sac-like pouch where food is deposited via the esophagus. In humans, the stomach has a relaxed, near-empty volume that expands to hold about one liter of food, but will hold as much as one and a half liters. For the average person, it takes eight seconds for food to travel down the esophagus, and then after it leaves the stomach, we don't seem to know how long it's there, three to five hours in the small intestine, and three to four days in the large intestine before being excreted out. The function of the stomach is to secrete gastric juices and convert proteins into peptones. The stomach is a reservoir that permits digestion to take place gradually. And the stomach has to produce a new layer of mucus every two weeks, otherwise it will digest itself. The color is clear with whatever the color of the food contents. The shape is a J-shaped pouch. It's above the waist. It's located in the upper left of the abdomen between the esophagus and small intestine, sitting just below the diaphragm. It borders the digestive elimination organs and back. Stomach. Yours is busy right now with lunch. Holding it, digesting it, preparing it to move on. Stomach.
the next body part as the feces. The definition, the word feces comes from the Latin meaning dregs. Feces are solid particle combinations of food residue, bacteria, and mucus. Human fecal matter varies significantly in appearance depending on diet and health. Normally it is semi-solid with a mucus coating. The average weight of healthy adult feces is one to 200 grams daily. Of this, 65% will be water and 35% dry matter. Feces may still contain a large amount of energy, often 50% of the original food. This means that of all food eaten, a significant amount of energy goes back to feed our ecosystem. Many organisms feed on feces from bacteria to fungi to insects such as dung beetles that can sense odors from long distances. There are many colloquial terms for feces, some of which are considered profanity such as shit or crap, while others such as poop, turd, number two, and duty are not. Terms such as dung, scat, spore, and droppings are normally used to refer to animal feces. Stool is the common term used in reference to human feces. There is the study of scatology that helps scientists, anthropologists, and physicians. By studying feces, we can tell where a person lived or visited and what kind of diet they had. You can detect ulcers, cancers, parasites, as well as bacterial infection from feces. And they are used to diagnose bowel dysfunction and can also be used for vital information from a crime scene from the DNA within the cells of feces. Very useful duty. The function, solid matter excreted to the anus, the color, The normal color is brown, and when ill, it can vary from yellow to green or black. It can be hard, soft, tarry, or liquid. Its brown coloration comes from a combination of bile and bilirubin that comes from dead red blood cells. The shape, like small tubes of mud. The direction, below the waist, the location, solid matter excreted through the rectum and anus, the delimitation or the boundaries, large colon and anus, feces.
The next of the parts is the brain. The brain is the center of the nervous system. The brain is more complex than the most powerful computer and has over 100 billion nerve cells. The brain weighs three pounds with the consistency of soft tofu. It is made Oh, I got that already. Sorry. Most neurons in the brain are firing 5 to 50 times a second. The brain is 2% of body weight, yet uses 20 to 25% of the body's metabolic supplies. Even in deep sleep or coma, the brain is busy. It's like a refrigerator, always on. You might have noticed that while you're sitting. The brain is composed of neurons consisting of gray and white matter. It is the command center sending impulses up to 170 miles per hour down the spinal column and has nerve endings throughout the body. Studies have shown that the ways we intentionally shape our internal focus of attention in mindfulness practice induces a state of brain activation during the practice. With repetition, an intentionally created state can become an enduring trait of the individual as reflected in long-term changes in brain function and structure. This is the fundamental property of neuroplasticity, how the brain changes in response to experience. The color of the brain is white and gray. Its shape is like a small, very soft melon. It is above the waist and located in the cranium and it is bordered by the skull, the brain.
head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, skin, flesh, sinews, bone, bone marrow, kidneys, heart, liver, diaphragm, spleen, lungs, large intestines, small intestines, stomach, feces, brain, bile, phlegm, pus, blood, sweat, fat, tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Relaxing our attention into all of these parts with gratitude, with amazement, knowing that in their work together, they create us. So we've ended uh, just a couple of minutes early because there's actually a fairly significant change in the program which we had somehow overlooked. So on Monday nights when there is a very large sitting group that meets, a class that meets down in the community meditation hall, there are many Monday nights and tonight is one of them when they have a supper for the people who come to the sitting and the supper's in the dining room. So our meal has been moved to five o'clock and you would do well to eat and get out of there (laughs) because it will be very noisy um, after a bit. It's a little unclear what those of you who have work jobs should do. Probably check in with the kitchen, but my understanding is they will send you away because they know you don't want to be down there and they have plenty of help. So do that, just check with them to make sure that they don't need you. Um, So we'll have dinner at five. So what that means is that the the sitting after Qigong is from 4 to 4.45. There will be a short walking period, basically really enough time to have a slow mindful walk down to the dining room from 4.45 to 5 o'clock. You could play with it. See if it could take you 15 minutes (laughs) to get from here to the dining room. That's really slow walking, but it can be done. I know it can. At six o'clock, Bob and I will have our groups that were scheduled for 4.45. So if you were scheduled for me at 4.45, you'll meet me at six in the council house. And if you were scheduled with Bob, you will meet him at wherever you are going to meet. And the same thing is true for Marcy. And then we will sit again at 6.45 and then move into our evening. All of this is posted on the board, so you don't have to remember it. And mostly, I think, if you kind of go where you're supposed to be, um, 
through the end of the sitting, um, it will be taken care of. Is that clear? So Qigong now, and then sitting from 4 to 4.45, a short walking period until 5 o'clock, dinner or tea or supper or whatever it is at 5 o'clock, and then at 6, at six will be the groups, and those of you who don't have groups, please use that then as a walking period, a really nice 45-minute walking period from 6 to 6.45, and then we'll be back in here at 6.45. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.